everyone, it's Carl, and this is another episode of Startup Notes Podcast. Today we're going to continue our book, Peak Performance Selling, and uh, this is Chapter 2, Self-Sabotaging Fears, How Learned Behaviors Cause Production to Plummet. While many outside factors affect our productivity, there are some things we do to ourselves that limit our own performance. They are called self-defeating or self-sabotaging behaviors, otherwise known as irrational fears. As I've already noted, these fears are fear of rejection, fear of embarrassment, fear of failure, and fear of success. These fears are not realistic or rational. A rational fear, for example, would be if you haven't made payments for the last six months, a fear that the bank might foreclose on your house would be rational and realistic. Self-sabotaging fears are unrealistic and irrational. We have all at some time been infected with them. Anxiety and depression. Common symptoms of self-sabotaging fears are anxiety and depression. While anxiety may not be a constant or overwhelming problem for you, it may arise at the worst possible time, perhaps when you are making cold calls or trying to persuade someone to buy a product or service or even to accept your ideas. There's no real reason to fear somebody who is not receptive to all of your ideas. That goes with the territory. Such a a fear is irrational. A rational fear in the same situation might come if if that same client said, get out and stay out, then reached for an axe above the fireplace your feeling not only of rejection but also of fear would be highly rational. Um, creating the fear, uh, creating the fears. One basic premise of this book is that the fears now sabotaging your business and your personal life are largely self-created. They exist within us generally as a result of the way we were brought up. The big culprits many years ago were our parents, siblings, and friends. These fears cause anxiety and depression and produce behaviors that are productivity barriers discussed in Chapter 1, such as procrastination, disorganization, or lack of motivation. Other behaviors that might result from self-sabotaging fears are displays of anger or frustration. Chapter 3 through 6 familiarize you with the self-sabotaging fears, how they affect your performance and how you can get rid of them to increase your productivity. Uh, Chapter 3, Self-Sabotaging Fear Number 1. Fear of rejection. Almost 50% of businesses f- business failures have been linked to fear of rejection. That's more. What's more, 
Fear of rejection has a direct impact on how profitable business people can be. Few of us can cope with being rejected on a constant basis. Most of us feel a need to be accepted by others. Many can't even stand occasional rejection. Salespeople may display fear of rejection by being reluctant to ask prospects if they would like to buy a product or place an order. This is because many salespeople feel they have a friendship or personal relationship when selling a product to a prospect. When asked to buy, the prospect may say no, causing the salesperson deep anxiety. When a salesperson hesitates to ask the prospect to buy, this is this clearly a case of fear of rejection. The fear of rejection mainly occurs when we don't want to hear the word no. We all experience it. When I conquered my fear of rejection with the second potential sponsor, I was so I was no stranger to that fear. In my teenage years, the fear of rejection had already begun to manifest itself. I remember one beautiful sweetheart of a girl named Drew Ann. I knew I was in love with Drew Ann. The problem was I doubted she even knew I existed. I tried to get up some I tried to get up some nerve, but I hesitated, avoided eye contact with her, and stuttered as I tried to make conversation. Finally, I gave up and left, since she gave me no great help. My fear of being rejected by Drew Ann was so intense that it caused me to behave in an overwhelmingly shy, submissive manner. My, ra- my irrational fear of rejection sabotaged my chances of getting a date. Fear of rejection also plagues salespeople who don't ask for referrals because they simply don't want the prospect or client to say no. They experience anxiety and frustration just thinking about asking someone for a referral. And yeah, this is true. I actually experienced that too. Uh, for example, you work with somebody for a long time and you can ask them for a referral, you can ask them for a video testimonial, but you don't do that because you're, you're afraid of rejection. Um, all right, primary and secondary fears. Probably every business person has experienced fear of rejection at one time or another. There are actually two levels of this fear, primary fear of rejection and secondary fear of rejection. Examples of primary fears include uh, acrophobia, the fear of heights, hydrophobia, the fear of water, Agoraphobia, the fear of being in open places. Salespeople with a primary fear would probably never be in a selling-related business, nor would they put themselves in a position of trying to persuade other people to be their client, do business with them, or contribute money for a fundraiser or other project. So, 
these were like primary fears and the secondary fear of rejection is different. With secondary fears, we might enjoy talking to people, but we would avoid selling to them. We might try to get them to buy our product or ask for a contribution for the new music center only by explaining and not trying to persuade. Actually, this is exactly my, my situation. I have no trouble talking to, to people, but I always avoid selling to them. Um, yeah. To understand how someone might display a secondary fear of rejection, let's take the example of a mailman who is pulled into a job as a telephone solicitor. Perhaps the mail mailman chose to work for the postal service and enjoyed doing so because he wouldn't have to experience rejection. He provides a needed service. He sorts and organize ma organizes mail. And when he deals with the public, he does not have to persuade them to buy stamps or to ask for postal rates. But say we put that that same mailman on the telephone to set up appointments with people he has never met. He probably would have an anxiety attack. A secondary fear of rejection can help us from increasing our productivity and performance, and it, and it can limit our profitability on the job. But that does not mean we are in the wrong career. It only indicates we have some anxieties about dealing with people we must try to persuade interesting so it only indicates we have some anxieties about dealing with people we must try to persuade factors in fear of rejection our overall fear of rejection is affected by the repetition severity and duration of the rejections these factors determine how much rejection we can handle before we start to use avoidance behaviors to avoid it altogether. Repetition. The repetition factor is determined by how often you are rejected. For example, you may be able to tolerate 10 rejections in one day, but not 15. Or perhaps you can handle 8, but not 10. If you get any more rejections than you can handle, you start exhibiting avoidance behaviors like daydreaming, pushing papers around your desk, calling up friends, looking, scrolling through your Instagram feed, watching YouTube, it can be anything, and spending increasing amounts of time talking to people. So this is a very interesting thing. How many rejections? Uh, just think about this. Uh, just think about how many rejections before you start to feel frustrated. For example, he said that for some people, 10 would be okay, but 15 would be like crushing. And I think for me, uh, if I have to experience rejections in business, I think if I experience like three rejections per day, this is going to be enough for me. I wouldn't be able to handle it. But at the same time, I think this is a skill that you can just develop. And maybe with time, I, I will be able to ha to handle 10 rejections per day, 20 rejections per day, or, or and so on. But let's get back to our book.
Yeah, you may even leave the office at noon and play golf or tennis for the rest of the day. Each of these behaviors is an effort to avoid more rejection. In my business, the repetition factor involves dealing with about six negative or difficult people on the telephone. When I encounter this level of resistance, I typically start using avoidance behaviors, such as writing letters by hand instead of dictating them with a voice recognition system. I overread my email. I've read through my spam, which is obviously a waste of time. My favorite avoidance behavior is taking 15 to 20 minute breaks. I'll chat with my secretary or other salespeople down the hall to take away the anxiety my recent rejection gave me. Second factor, severity. So we've talked about repetition, now we're moving on to severity. When we feel rejection by certain people who may be especially intimidating or whom we perceive as so important that a rejection from them makes us feel devastated. We are experiencing the severity factor of the fear of rejection. On a 1 to 10 scale, rejection by such people would, re would register as 8 to 9. The severity factor is also triggered if someone is verbally abusive to us while we're selling. You know the type. You know the type. The prospect who says, don't ever call me again go fuck yourself, <laughs> and so on. Um, here are a few questions you can ask yourself to uncover whether you are suffering from severity factor rejection fears. Do you sincerely believe that you are selling in a market or at a level below your ability? Do you feel that you might be working below your potential? Do you avoid certain people? If your answer is yes to any of these questions, you may be experiencing a severity factor. Most of us do our best to avoid receiving rejection from people we greatly respect. When these people say no or reject us, we typically feel much more severe anxiety than with others. That's a good point. Yeah, some, from some people you don't want to hear rejection. And with others you just don't care. Alright, the third factor, we've talked about repetition, severity, and now we're moving on to duration. The duration factor involves how often we are rejected by the same person or in the same situation. If you are constantly rejected by someone we contact on a month's if we are constantly rejected by someone we contact once a month, the duration factor may begin to cause us to use avoidance behaviors to stay clear of those scenes which have a high potential for rejection. Uh, maybe we've had a boss who has nothing nice to say about our production or performance level. In fact, every time the boss gives us a performance appraisals, he or she only gives us negative feedback. Chances are we will begin to experience the duration factor taking hold in our fear of rejection. 
Um, yeah, so duration. The duration factor involves how often we are rejected by the same person or in the same situation. So when he says in the same situation, right? For example, we test one channel, let's say it's called emails, and we already sent like thousand emails and we, we're constantly getting rejected. And maybe this situation uh, can like, yeah, affect us. All right, let's move on. Experts in the financial planning industry, as well as in real estate and other sophisticated businesses know that it often takes more than one ca contact with someone to get to get some business. Often it takes five or six contacts just to get in the door. The problem is that if we experience a duration factor, it will be difficult to get past the first no, negative person or tough situation. We then would become doomed to spending much of our business life repeatedly failing to find ways to get past the initial rejection stage rather than being persistent and showing ingenuity in overcoming the repeated rejections and getting the business so yeah very important point uh, like many industries you need to have multiple touch points five to six contacts just to get in the door so you just need to continue pushing all of the factors above can be overcome but before attempting to deal with them you need to know how you let them start to affect you how did you get this malady called the fear of rejection and the factors that go along with it ask yourself this question Uh, yeah, just ask yourself this question. Next, so socialization leads to fear of rejection. Most of us were socialized by our parents and peers to have some fear of rejection. Mom and dad would say, don't talk to any strangers, don't talk to people you don't know, or you should stay away from sh shifty looking people. The problem is when you're young, everybody looks shifty and most people are strangers. Our peers socialize us to be perpetually worried about what people think of us. We are so desperate for people to like us that we avoid disagreements for fear of what they'll think of us. This socialization instills a deep need to be accepted and, and, and avoiding of rejection at all costs. But if salespeople never got rejection, commissions would be cut in half. Without a fear of rejection and the skill to overcome it, selling would be so easy that anyone could do it. If you can get over your need to be accepted by others, your fear of rejection, your sales and business will dramatically improve. Society has inappropriately conditioned us to place too much importance on whether someone likes us or not, and not enough importance on liking ourselves. The rejection caused anxiety the rejection caused anxiety because of my overabundant need for others to like and respect me. 
Even years after that initially horrendous rejection experience, I still had difficulty accepting objections effectively. In my case, when someone gave me an objection such as, we really can't use you for our convention, we don't have enough time for a presentation as complex as yours, I felt rejected, even though it was just an objection. In cases like this, I simply began to say, okay, please call me next year when you have an opening for a speaker. Whenever we answer objections in this way, we're doomed to fail. I, I, know, I, I now know that in a consulting business, the chances of some one uh, the chances of someone rejecting you once and using you later are very low if they don't use you the first time you will have a much tougher sale the second and third times you cannot wait for them to call you you must keep trying in effect i was saying to my prospects when you give me a rejection i think you are giving me conflict because of my fear of rejection, I tried to avoid conflict, thereby avoiding any psychological pain if they, say, if they said or even implied that they didn't like me or my ideas. Hmm, very important, important point. That in consulting, so for example, consulting very similar to marketing agencies. So in consulting business, the chances of someone Rejecting you once and using you later are very low. If they don't use you the first time, you will have a much tougher sale the second and third times. Yeah, very important point. All right, let's move on. Fear of rejection checklist. Below is a checklist, the answers to which we will give you a the answers to which will give you a better idea of the degree an amount of rejection you might be experiencing. So here are the questions. Do you have trouble closing? Do you let prospects talk stall you too often? Do you spend too long explaining rather than selling? Are you unable to make consistent daily calls? Do you procrastinate prospecting activity? Do you readily agree with prospects' objections? Do you give in too easily to discount demands? Does your heart rate quicken? Do your hands get clammy? And does your re respiratory level increase during prospecting calls? Do you find it difficult to introduce yourself to strangers? Do you experience anxiety when asking for appointments? Do you experience difficulty asking for referrals? If you answered yes to any of the three of these questions, you may be experiencing a secondary or even in some rare cases, a primary fear of rejection. So for me, I definitely like 80% of these questions, my answer is yes. So I definitely have a secondary fear of rejection. I don't think I have a primary fear of rejection because um, I don't, I'm not afraid of heights, I'm not afraid of water or open spaces, I'm not afraid of closed spaces. It doesn't bother me. But I guess, yeah, it's like, for example, 
Are you unable to make consistent daily calls? Yep, this is me. I'm like unable for some reason to do it. Uh, do you have trouble closing the prospects? That's true. Uh, do do you do you give in too easily to discount demands? I do. For example, recently, not recently, like uh, four months ago, when I lent the client. He said, oh, you know what, can you give me a discount? And I said, yes, yeah, sure, let's do it. <laughs> um, yeah, so I definitely have the secondary fear of rejection. And let me know if you do have it too. All right, now that we've understood this checklist, let's move on to coping with fear of rejection. Here are three three tips to help you begin to overcome with a fear of rejection. First, introduce yourself to at least one person, a stranger, every day this week. Those of us with an intense fear of rejection dislike meeting people we don't know because it is uncomfortable, but also because they may display a lack of interest in us. But by putting yourself forward and saying, for example, my name is Kerry Johnson, I would like to meet you, we will more often than not find that they are as interested in talking to us as we are to them. Yes, we may experience, we may experience suspicion on their part. People often are not friendly enough to introduce themselves to others when there is no apparent reason to do so. But they typically will quickly both acknowledge our introduction and be grateful for it. Try to trial close at least... Uh, okay, so the second point. The first point is try to introduce yourself to, to at least one stranger every day. The second point, try to trial close at least one prospect each day next week. By this I mean saying to a prospect something like, John, how do you like this idea so far? Or Nancy, how does this solution seem like the right way to go? Oh, Nancy, does this solution seem like the right way to go? You should trial close in a way that is most appropriate for your business. People with a fear of rejection typically have extreme difficulty closing simply because they perceive that the relation is being cut off if the prospect says no. Remember, however, that some sales require a very long cycle. So the amount of time spent in developing the relationship, replete with its initial no's, is a worthwhile investment of time. For people who experience severe fear of rejection, this initial period of investing time when the prospect is saying no, it's almost like trying to kiss a girl who is leaning backwards. There's no fulfillment. Uh, third point, the third tip. Try to negotiate for something that you thought was non-negotiable. Everything is negotiable. Recent self-help books drive home this simple fact. Nothing is ironclad. Whether it be groceries, dry goods, or hotel rooms, if you can talk to the manager or decision maker, you are very likely to negotiate a better deal. 
Recently, I was in Dallas Airport in Washington, Washington D.C. I had a ticket to fly on United Airlines to Los Angeles, but I was two hours early for my flight. I looked around the terminal and noticed on a video screen that American Airlines had an early flight to L.A. I walked up to the American ticket agent with my United ticket and said, and said, if you let me fly first class on your flight, I'll give you the business instead of United. To my surprise, I have gotten very lucky and was talking to the right person. The chief ticket agent said, we don't normally do this, but the flight is not full tonight. Here's your first class ticket. So right on board. So go right on board. Even things that appear to be non-negotiable are almost always negotiable. That ticket agent could have easily said no to me, and I might have felt a little bit silly for asking. I risked feeling rejected and decided to try to negotiate. Try to negotiate for something at least once every day for the next week. Don't be afraid of experiencing rejection. Don't be afraid of experiencing rejection. So this is it. The second uh, point is for self-sabotaging fear number two, fear of embarrassment. So we've talked about fear of rejection and this, the other point is fear of embarrassment. It's going to be next in our next episode. We're going to talk about fear of embarrassment. And thank you for listening. I hope it was insightful. Have a great day. Bye.